dramatic moves in today's market. Futures were down and they've been ripping all afternoon. And we look at that related to China. Let's go back to the story from last night as Chinese markets came under some deep pressure again. Brandon Ahern joins us, Chief Investment Officer at Crane Shares, home of K-Web and a multitude of other uh, K-beginning tickers for the China market. Uh, hey, Brandon, so uh, no matter which K you pick, though, generally today under pressure, some of them coming back. Right now, what is that trade-off of lockdowns in China, but some more support from the government and policy over there? Yeah, 100%, Oliver. You're, we're seeing that the onshore China, Shanghai, Shenzhen, uh, if you're looking for a K-letter ticker, if you look at KBA, you know, had a decent 2021 in terms of what the Chinese investors thought about China. That's really represented in the Shanghai and Shenzhen. We can contrast that with K-Web, which holds U.S. and Hong Kong names. It's more what do the foreign investors think about China? And we're, we're seeing a, a, a kind of a divergence where you're seeing the mainland investor becoming a little more nervous about COVID lockdowns, whereas the offshore investors, foreign investors, recognize that a lot of these stocks have already been really beaten down. And so you're seeing a little bit of a bid here in K-Web today. Okay, so while we get a little bit of that relief trade happening, it's been interesting to watch the sector, uh, Brendan, because we got that real violent move in mid-March when the Chinese government offered a little bit of a softer tone on capital markets and private businesses, and then uh, it, it faded, it fizzled, it didn't get carried through. What do you make of the action here over the last month that um, I guess maybe a lot of it is COVID, but it's still just surprising. It seemed like such a symbolic moment uh, when they uh, lessened some of those, uh, some of that language and restrictions on these big tech companies, and it just couldn't put a bit into these uh, businesses. Yeah, it's a great observation, Oliver. You know where you had the vice premier Lu Hu, who's also the trade envoy on March 16th, came out and said, you know, here's all the things we're going to do to yep. address foreign investors' concerns. We're going to solve holding foreign companies accountable. Act. Yeah. We're going to stimulate and support the economy. So so kind of dating myself, this is the proverbial Wendy's, you know, where's the beef? Yeah. That, that investors don't, they don't want talk. They want to see action. And I think this, uh, we had this massive move, you know, almost a 40% move in K-Web on that day. And we've kind of slid off that. You know, I think we put the low end uh, leading up to that March March 16th, but investors want to see tangible results. They want to see a definitive agreement between the U.S. and China on HFCAA. They want to see stimulus in terms of if it's bank reserve requirement cuts or loan prime rate cut, medium term loan. You know, they want to see proof. And so, so I think you know the, there's going to be some recognition from the China side that they got to step up and deliver. Okay, and so at this point, um, the uh, companies. Uh, that are responding. Are you starting to see any uh, delineation between the strategies uh, at Crane Shares, these different funds? It, it looks to me like there's some degree of outperformance here, maybe on a short-term basis between some of these, like there's starting to be a little bit of breakage. Um, can you get any of these strategies uh, moving away from the other, or is it generally kind of a monolithic trade? You know, it, it's you tend to have these two camps. You've got the domestic Chinese investors, and that you know, just self-serving and highly biased. They use KBA because okay. uh, it represents the largest companies there. 
contrast that with KWeb, really the tech darlings, the type of stocks people really want to own because they, they have this great growth engine. And then we've seen that the domestic investor has held up, they've had a stronger view. We're seeing that divergence where I think the kind of KWeb names have come down so much that investors are just saying, you know, these names are at such attractive levels. You know, KWeb is trading at half of the PE of US internet stocks. It's half of the price to book. You know, the price to book on KWeb is like 0.56 today. So, so I think you're seeing some value investors coming in and saying, okay, if I got to own China, if I want exposure to this, you know, second largest economy in the world. These growth companies within KWeb are the names we're going to gravitate to. And, and I think that's why you're seeing the performance we saw today as well as on Friday. So, so small, small move in, in light of what's happened over the last year, but we'll take it. Mm. You know, the, uh, uh, I think it's pretty interesting to see that uh, the, the long-term performance in, in KWeb has been much worse than KBA, but then today we get that breakdown in KBA more. So some type of kind of short-term shift happening. Uh, Brennan, is there anything here on the timeline that we should expect when we look at news flow from China, or is this at the moment just day-to-day -day COVID updates? A little day to day that you know you've you're seeing the first elements of a potential lockdown in Beijing, something that we've seen in Shanghai the last three weeks taking place in terms of mass testing. That that ultimately begs the question: why why is there no strong vaccine in China's day? And I think there's you know we'll be watching for news on a strong mRNA vaccine being deployed in China. Get the sense that there's about three dozen companies working on that solution and because of this is happening in the capital that's going to put a lot of pressure on the government to find and get a vaccine up and running and distributed so they can move away from this lockdown quarantine policy as well as the negative economic effect it has not only on the domestic economy what you see uh, what it's done to commodity prices globally, just because if, if China's economy softens, it's going to have a knock-on effect not only on commodities, but, but certainly on the global economy. Okay. Brendan, thanks as always for your uh, contribution here. Appreciate you joining us today. Brendan Ahern joins us from Crane Shares, Chief Investment Officer at KBA. Uh, getting it hurt worse than KWeb today, which is trying to make a comeback, but it's got a long ways to go.